in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and lead detective, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the true crime drama television miniseries, Under the Banner of Heaven. This was created by Dustin Lance Black, and it's based on the nonfiction book of the same name, by John Krakauer. Uh, this was a series that came out on FX and also via Hulu to stream, seven-episode series. Uh, and we were very excited to check this out because, uh, you know, as we've stated in the past, uh, Taylor and I are big fans of the crime uh, genre and you know the detective mystery solving the case. Uh, but this was going to be a very different setting, a uh, different time era, and with Andrew Garfield leading the cast as Detective Jeb Pirie. So uh, we were very excited to check this out. Taylor, what is a brief synopsis of Under the Banner of Heaven? So we follow this uh, small town that's shaken by a horrific murder in the faith of the police detective Jeb Pyre, played by uh, Andrew Garfield, is shaken when he's investigating this murder of a Mormon mother and her baby daughter that somehow seems to be linked to the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or the FLDS Church. And so not only is uh, he trying to uphold the law as a detective, a lawman to U.S. constitutional law, but also as a man of faith and having to investigate this world that he has come to grow up and follow religiously. And he's, he's really questioning that and he has to tread carefully. So, uh, yeah, right off the bat, you know, you know, as you mentioned, it right out, you knocked out of the park. We do really follow into really enjoying, you know, this kind of stuff because it's not about like we enjoy grizzly murder, although that's a lot. It's a fact that the psyche or what, what goes on and what, why people do horrific crimes such as these. And you just, you are, you're fascinated in a morbid sense to, to why, because I, we just don't understand why people do the things they do. And especially when it's connected to something that has uh, been something that's so embedded in his nature, faith, uh, the church. And, you know, there's definitely uh, with the Mormon church, there's definitely their own set of practices and beliefs and uh, their, their set of rules, if you will. And a lot of this show was how do you go about investigating the crime when it gets into territory that could be a little sacrilegious? Uh, could be, you know, against faith or people taking the scripture of the Bible way too literally and, and, and to a deep place that becomes horrific. And so it was an interesting style show because not only is you moving forward through the show, are you learning about the case and the investigated of what is present day? There's also a lot of flashback scenes of kind of what has happened to lead up to the crime. And on top of that, we have all this historical scenes throughout the show of the time of, you know, when the Mormon faith was first uh, discovered by Joseph Smith and the, the hardship of the pioneer age of who was, you know, with him, who was against him, a lot of murder and scary stuff happening there. And even like I like there's a great connection with the Mormon faith and the Native American people of Utah and different areas. And so. There was a lot of storytelling going on for these seven episodes. I mean, 
every episode was about an hour long. The final episode was an hour and a half. Uh, so a full on, you know, finale feature there for you. And uh, I, I will say it, it's gripping. It really left me continually wanting to watch. I, I binged this all in about a matter of three or four days. And it, it was very intense. Uh, there's some, a lot of great, uh, you know, these action scenes where they are trying to get to certain people. And I, I've always been fascinated by the idea of the people that, you know, are kind of anti-government. They kind of live to their own means uh, and how that will kind of drive them a little crazy. And there's a lot of that in this show as well that I, I was kind of on edge about of the people that they, they just lose, they lose touch with so much of their normal sense that this is their new reality. And they're so focused on that. Everything else in the real world doesn't matter anymore. And Garfield is tested quite heavily while trying to figure out this case. Yeah. Not only just as, um, a law-abiding citizen as a lawman um, and personally, but also because he has a family and they all follow under the, the same religion. And so, you know, it's a challenge in, in a lot of these, in a lot of these different uh, crime dramas, there's always that lead detective and who has a family or and the fact that their family life is affected. And this is affected in so many ways. So it's really interesting to see that. Also, you have the um, other a detective, um, uh, Bill Taba. Oh, Gil Birmingham. He's been in so many things. Oh, and most recently, I've been, oh yeah. Most recently I've seen him in Yellowstone and, you know, a lot. And so to see that also the two conflicting like ideologies, also the fact that the history you referred to has affected both their people in different ways. So you really, you really peel back. So I really like having that really stereotype in this positive way when you have the older kind of grizzled detective, but he's out of his element and you got Andrew Garfield, who's like, I know these people. I know how to talk to them. And talk about performances. There's so many to talk about. But I do, I mean, Andrew Garfield, first of all, love him or hate him. You'll love him. There's no hate. No. He, is just, he just has such a great, quiet reserve. And he's also talked about in real life his own faith. And so I think this is a really, really unique and really important role for him to take because he really seemed to get that quiet nature. And you just see how he's like, I know how to follow the law, but I have to talk to these people in a way because many times it's like it's detective or it's like it's brother, brother Pyre, Pyre, you know, it's so I really enjoyed that. Um, you know, so many no, no, um, noteworthy names we've talked about. One, uh, number one, Sam Worthington. We haven't seen him in a while because we work on the Avatar films, uh, but he uh, his role as uh, one of the main, uh, you know, brothers of the Lafferty family in this. It's so great. Just to, his descent into the madness is a lot more harder to watch and tough compared to anyone else. And they're just, he really does a, you know, a great job in this. And um, Daisy Edgar Jones plays Brenda, who uh, is a main focal point of this. Uh, she, I've seen her quite a bit of stuff. And I noticed when you start watching a lot of series and different streaming sites, you notice that, oh, they have a contract. Cause I've seen a couple of, she was in the movie fresh where it was a horror films and she's had a lot Dan, of, yeah. yeah, quite a few things. So I really liked her, you know, there. And of course we talk about Wyatt Russell, uh, who, oh man, he, first of all, he so can rock good. a beard. He can rock a beard and he can rock. Wyatt Russell, he just, he, he rocks that. He can do that crazy, yeah. Again, the descent into madness. Where... I know it's just like he, he has that 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 smile, and he just what is going on? And very charming, this? you know. Yes. There's that charm to, uh, you know. But ultimately, the beginning of this of, of the show, we're not doing spoilers today. Uh, I mean, it's something you can't really spoil too because uh, this is based on a real case, so there is an actual nonfiction book based on you know the case and what actually happened. But we don't want to spoil what happens if you've never seen you know the show. But uh, we have. 
Billy Howell, who plays Alan Lafferty, who is the husband of the character that is ultimately murdered in the very first episode uh, in The Child. And he's covered in blood. So, of course, naturally, he's suspect number one. Uh, and he's really a, a fantastic actor in this because much of the show is him, you know, at the, the local jail. And he's really tell he's trying to tell the story. Tell what's what's been happening you know, from from how he first met this girl uh, and how she was a little not true to what is like, I guess, the 100 percent Mormon faith. You know, a lot of things with the Mormon faith, too, is it's some of the things like we're kind of dealing with even now with like our constitution of, you know, there's some things that were set in stone in like the 1800s, 1700s that don't really apply to nowadays. You know, Mormons are technically in their faith, not supposed to have like chocolate or like caffeine. And like, there's just certain things you're like, really? I don't, I think God will be fine if you have a coffee, but you yeah. know, again, you can be respectful, you know, to their own faith. And so you kind of, he's kind of unwinding the stories that's going along and we're meeting the brothers and the brothers' wives, and especially the the, the father. Now, the father who we, we love, Christopher Herodal, who uh, plays Eamon, who we just saw as the creepy tall guy in Peacemaker, and he's been in tons of stuff. He plays the the father of the Lafferty family, yeah, the and there's yeah. just you see how like when the 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 standard is set by him of what he expects. You know, a lot of the show is he's going away to do business in other states, so he's expecting his family to uphold his house. And of course, once he leaves because of business decisions and it becomes a whole thing in the, in the show, a lot of things go wrong for the Lafferty family, which again leads to little crumbs that lead to the descent into why eventually some bad things happen. And I just liked how that was the pace of the show. It was never just from A to Z. It was, we're telling one story of present day, the flashbacks that lead up to the, the murder itself and the historical side. I think just overall, it was fantastically told that way. It's a great trickle-down effect. So you really, you just, I think so many true crime things don't get you, very few get you that much into the mindset of the people behind the heinous crimes. So I really felt like, okay, I really understand where this has come from, not just from the head of the family, but it's history, it's from their scriptures. So you really, like, it, whether you're a person of faith or not, you can really understand, you know, how people can take something um, to the extreme and not always in the best way. But yeah, I thought that was really well done. I, the cinematography was just beautiful and, and how it was set, you know, this could be a story that is told at any time period. So I really, you know, thought it was a, you know, I, at times I, I felt that I got a little confused. There was a little moments like, whoa, what's going on? So I had to go back and kind of look at some stuff. But overall, having an hour episode was enough because with only, you know, a seven episode a limited series, it was just the right amount to keep you gripped, keep you wanting to know more, and also enough time frame that you could tell the whole story properly. So for me, I think just entertainment value, uh, the grittiness, the acting, this was a solid like nine out of 10 for me. I really enjoyed this series. And uh, I definitely would recommend you go check out Under the Banner of Heaven because it's it was it's fantastic. And it, it would actually make me want to read the book to see how close overall the storytelling was uh, compared to the series. I agree. I'm going to give it a nine out of ten as well. And go see for yourself. And I, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back probably and check out the book by actually John uh, Krakauer. Um, so you can see this now uh, FX on Hulu streaming Under the Banner of Heaven TV series. And that was this edition of potential picks thanks for listening to the potential podcast 
You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.